I had no information flow as to what was what was happening. I got a lot more information when I'd go out to dinner at night from waiters and bartenders than I got internally, which, which, which was interesting. Um, but again, I was an outsider. As difficult as it was for Bobby to connect with his players, it proved even more challenging to develop relationships with his coaching staff. The Red Sox still had coaches under contract by the time Bobby was hired, and he was forced to keep them on staff. In this case, I'm on Bobby's side. That's just a bad idea to have a bunch of coaches coming in for a new manager. I definitely felt like there was some um, miscommunication. They weren't working together. Whether it's your guys or not your guys, you still have to be able to you know, find a common goal and, and work towards that. Um, so I definitely felt some, uh, some tension there. Did I feel tension? Once I was on the bench, I definitely felt I don't know if tension was a word, but there definitely wasn't a connection. By the middle of the season, Valentine had coaches that were giving him the silent treatment. You know, Timmy Bogart one day didn't talk to me for the entire game. He's my bench coach. I'm doing a whole game with a, you know, coaches not talking to me. It was very uncomfortable. It was a real stressful situation. The guy who I think suffered the most from the year with Bobby, which he was forced into because he was a holdover was Tim Bogar. You know, th this was a guy who was on the managerial fast track. And at the end of that 2012 season, he was not on anyone's radar. Gary Tuck, the team's bullpen coach, was also a holdover from 2011. After he and Valentine had a dispute about pitcher Daniel Bard, Tuck ignored Valentine as well. I don't think he spoke to me the rest of the year. No, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think he spoke to me. Like when I said, hey, Gary, how you doing? I'm not sure if I got verbal response. We used to talk to him every week on the radio, which was very entertaining, because you just never knew. You never knew what he was going to get to and never knew what he was going to say. But one week we asked him flat out, do you trust your coaches? He said no. <laughs> like, I don't blame him. They didn't really have a whole lot of respect for Bobby, and I don't think Bobby really had a whole lot of respect for them either. There wasn't any... Um, sort of team unity, team bonding or anything. It was like Bobby against the world. He didn't trust them. They probably didn't trust him. It was just a bad, it was a bad mix. And I think that's on the organization. That's an organizational failure. I heard guys talking about, you know, hey, just be careful what you say around this guy because it goes back to Bobby. And then, you know, uh, it can leak out to the media somehow. Valentine rolled with the punches and was reassured by team CEO Larry Lucchino that things would be different the following season. It was a very weird season. There was no transparency as to what was going on. All that Larry would do, he would come in and said, don't worry about it. Next year you'll have your own coaches. Everything will be fine. Just get through this year. Just get through this year. Despite all the issues and a rash of injuries, Valentine had the Red Sox at 43 wins and 43 losses at the All-Star break. They were somehow only two and a half games out of a playoff spot.